This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. <laughs> Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Can I just say God bless you? You know, when you ask people to greet in Chinese, they will not greet them. When you ask them to greet, then they will not greet. And that fits into what I was saying on Sunday that God hasn't been able to get the body of Christ to walk a narrow, to walk at the middle. We are always to one extreme or the other. Christians, you remember I said that on Sunday? The day the body of Christ gets balanced, I think rapture will happen very soon. Once God corrects us on this side, we are going to run to the other side. And when they correct us on this side, we run to this side. And so, instead of the body of Christ to move, is it a linear motion now? We've been moving haphazardly. And when you do that, your speed will be very slow. Because I got born again, it's getting close to uh, 20, 20 something years now, 26, 27. Hey, it's like I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I was very young in secondary school, junior secondary, and I got born again. And so I have had the privilege of at least over 25 years to observe certain trends in the body of Christ. And one of the things that you see is that what I just said now, I was there when the fundamental beliefs then, part of it, a Christian must not braid your hair, a Christian must not use body spray. I preached that message. One day I preached in a place, all the ladies in attendance removed their earrings. And I was so happy. I made them feel guilty. We could describe hell for you that time. That you start feeling it on your seats. Somebody said, well, how come this is This is why <laughs> one of these days, during shape, I will explain this. Say, unction is like an axe. When God anoints you with a with a gift of, gift of utterance, a powerful teaching grace, a powerful preaching grace, what makes a great teacher is that there is what is called life, an anointing in what you are saying. Now, that does not mean what you are saying is correct. But there is a, a power, kind of power that backs what you are saying. So, if, for instance, you are a very, very anointed preacher, whatever you direct your topic, it will pierce the heart of men. But that does not mean you are correct doctrinally. Did you get that? When Jonathan Edwards preached sinners in the hands of hungry God, I don't know if I read that book before. Ah, see, generation. Oh, thank you, ma. You are ready, ma. Those are ancients. Somehow I feel like we will need to combine the old and the new. The best societies on that are the ones who are innovating every now and then, but they are not forgetting the foundation on which they stand. The ones who are too traditional, holding on to tradition and not wanting to see anything new, will become very stale, will become very... And a society also that is always going for something new at the expense of the old will be misdirected. They're going to get into trouble. 
So the best thing are those who match the two. And believe me sincerely, it is difficult. Yeah. When I spoke with uh, the leaders on, on Saturday, I, I told them that, um, Lord, how do we... This tension is revealed in many aspects of the church, that is, the body of Christ generally. In some nations, which I don't want to mention, maybe more in the West, in some nations, Christianity... You see young people, they go for calm, they wear t-shirt, they do some amazing things. Beautiful. They portray an aspect of Christ that is not boring. Unfortunately, many of them are very shallow. They know nothing about the word of God. And after a while, sin will set a lot of dirty things will follow. But then you have this other part also that when you go to some churches, you think God is boring. They are so boring. So what God is looking for is somebody that matches the truth. You are happy, full of joy. In your, you, 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 can, you can go out as believers, you know, maybe even go to the beach and but when they sit you down, the amount of words coming from you, your prayer life is very deep. But you will not find this combination. Those who are very deep, who are very worded, many times are very boring. Those who are loud and shout and concert and they all wear white, they wear blue and everybody is, everything is zero word. It's very common in America. Zero word. When will this be corrected? Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So unction can be given to you because you spend time in the place of prayer. But spending time in the place of prayer is like water and soap. An anointing rubs on you. The more you spend time, it can be so strong, but you will also need the discipline of studying to be sure that what you are saying is correct. Let's who say nonsense with the anointing. And there are many of them in Africa. You know, one of the sins that knowledge can easily drag you into, which you must be very careful. I was in GSS3 when I read the Bible from Revelation, Genesis to Revelation. You have to be very careful. I read chapters every because if God has granted you grace to have knowledge, if care is not taking pride with coming. Once I'm watching people on social media and they begin to talk, I just say, oh, here we go again. But many times I agree with the other Lord, well, uh, nobody knows it all. We're all learning. That's all. Because in Africa and particular, people say too many things that are far from the word of God. But they are anointed. They are anointed. It is when you don't understand the right doctrine. Ah, so, Pastor Joshua and uh, Captain D., after service of study, we were talking and they were like, Pastor, you need to talk about this. I said, maybe one of these days in shape we will talk about this. Because we got to a point where we were talking about some of these things and we were talking about the fact that you can see a vision and the vision is not from God. And you can see a vision and the vision will get you into trouble. And I have been marvelously helped by God. I can only attribute it to the mercy of God. When I was in school, the Bible is saying this. I should reserve it to a time when I was in University in, in of Ibado. I started sensing that somebody in particular will be my fiancé or the same fellowship. So I started praying. 
Then I remember that I was lying on the bed and I slept and I saw that I was in her house and she gave me vegetable to eat. <laughs> and it was quite sumptuous, you know. <laughs> and some other things like that, you know. So when I woke up, I sat on the bed. It was a Saturday in Nandi Azikweo. That was where I was. And as I sat on the bed, somebody in the fellowship had said that she was coming to see me. She was in India, which was hosted behind our own. She said, look, around 12, because ladies were permitted to go into the hall, like Saturday, 10 o'clock or so, till maybe said, on my way to uh, chapel, I'll just branch in your room. I need to talk to you about something. I said, okay, no problem. So I told my roommate, I was like, she, he was also a member of the fellowship. I told I saw the boss will be coming. So I slept, and when I woke up, after that dream, it came as an impression that to prove that what you saw, that that girl will be your wife, the one that says she's coming to see you will not be the one that will come. It's the one you saw in the dream. Whose vegetable you hurt that will come. And she came. And we just said, the other one met us, and then we all went out together, and then the day ended. But you see, there is something about praying in the Spirit. And putting the Word of God above all else. The man was praying, the man knew that that dream, even though I saw it, even though I saw it after praying, but that it was a trap. So I changed my direction. One day I called and I said, I said, we'll be very good friends. And I know you expect me to ask you one day. I'm sorry, I'm going to go ask you. Say that. Of course, she didn't like it. So I went another way. I don't want to go into this or what happened with her later. But I'm just saying, I said that just to say, I am beginning to see how Christians give attention to visions and dreams and dreams and I saw it and it appeared to me and so what? When Satan sees that he can get your attention by showing you something when you sleep, he will continue to show you things and it will confuse you. The realm of the spirit is an open realm. Visions can come from anywhere. I have had visions that the Lord will say that sorry, I'm not the one. And I'll just say in Jesus' name, I, this over. Some of them are not something, but they are something very good. But they are to misdirect you. Are you following me? So this is very important. Do you know how many people that I know within my years of being born who actually said they saw a vision that they were to go and start a church or to start something and it ended in serial disaster? Number one, you cannot contradict the word of God. When Paul was speaking by the spirits, he said that in selecting a bishop, he said he must not be a novice. But I was in church one day, the anointing was moving, somebody fell under the anointing, I said, everybody, and this is somebody that cannot even quote two or three scriptures. You are already violating what the Bible says. God will not contradict himself. Sometimes what he has shown you might be that it's after 15 years of sitting down under sound teaching. Otherwise, you are going to step out. If God allows you, you will wreck people. It takes more than anointing to be a pastor. Paul called himself a skillful, a skilled master builder. Because like a building, put the wrong stone somewhere, the whole building will capsize. I hear what I'm saying. Because dreams are directing people. In Ibadan, the meeting that my brother had 
and I think it was me and Apostleman that took morning session. A pastor called me from a particular city in Nigeria. I said, "What to share? We need the body of Christ to get this because it's becoming a man. It's spreading." Yes. Right now in Nigeria, there's no coordination in the body of Christ at all. Everybody's a Lord and Master of His own ministry. And this trend is dangerous. Jesus, we have to arrest this for a real revival to take place. Oh, I saw water, and an angel said to me in the dream, Now that is the water of life, it's now in your stomach. And then they step out and walk star, and then all those. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is very important. I'm just saying that people, <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. Spiritual growth takes time. And then it takes a deliberate effort. Thirdly, it takes a pattern. A pattern. Glory to God. You know that when you stand here, you have to also protect people's privacy. I don't know how many I can count on my fingertip that I know personally who on social media are experts in teaching marriage every day, yet some of them, their wives have reached out to me, they beat her up every week. And the bad thing is that she joins the person to smile on Facebook. Only home. Beautiful. Because of all these things people have been told, they think ministries for popularity and all those things. If I have an injury in my life, I will stop talking to you guys and go and face my life. I am forced away a Christian before being a pastor. Is the reason why a pastor is sliding and he cannot take a break. He must appear as a celebrity before the people at all times. Terrible error. What is it? God can do great things with you as a quiet Christian in your office. A man of God is not the one that stands behind the people. A man of God is a man that God has taken over his life. He can be a doctor and be a man of God. He can be a lawyer and be a man of God. He can be a man of God in computer village. And things are coming through you from you. Mighty things are happening through you. And you don't have any title. Some of people believe that God is using them only when they are open and everybody knows them. The most important organs in your body are not visible. I hope you know. And we are the body of Christ. Those who are doing the real work in the body of Christ are not visible. So there are people who pray. They pray. When we're planning to have the higher grand conference, somebody saw a vision of somebody throwing an explosive in here. Thank God for those who saw and we prayed about it. And the Lord also told us what to do security-wise. So you think the way we announce program arise, so everybody that is happy in this present day Nigeria. I am telling you. But that person that gave the vision that spoke not a leader, not one of the leaders of the church, but a member of the church. God must begin to raise people like Ananias. When Jesus appeared to Saul, 
in now chapter 9 and he became blind and he fell to the ground. Jesus did not tell Paul to go and meet Peter. Jesus went to appear to Ananias and said that you are the one. What kind of spiritual preparation Ananias must have been doing secretly? The Bible didn't talk about him again before or after. But such a mighty person that the vessel that God was going to use to write the third of New Testament, God felt that the person that should mentor him first should not be Peter, should not be John, should not be James. He called Ananias. Are there still Ananias in our midst? That God can plant you in a secondary school because you are going to reshape the life of one boy that in 20 years' time, all hell is turned upside down because of this boy. Yet you are the first mentor of the boy who has been able to help the boy to understand life. You know, we don't, believers don't want to play roles like that. All that Mordecai did was to raise Esther. Every word that will go to Esther on the judgment day will go to Mordecai. Erase her. These are silent generals that we do not have too many of them. I know there are those who pray for me every Sunday before service starts. And I know there are many of you who don't pray. You just want to come and hear me preach. But there are those who wake up 3 a.m. and start praying. Silent generals. See, believers who are conscious of this, eh? who are conscious of this, they pay attention. Even when they are working as a nurse, working as a doctor, working as a teacher, they pay attention to all the students. They know that I am in this place at such a time as this for a reason. So when Jesus needs a man there, he knows I am there and he can do something through me. When you are like this, your concern will not even be, am I very rich or I'm not very rich and all those things that bother us about. What I found out is that when you, are, when you, when you uh, align with God's plan for your life, you will be blessed. You might not be a billionaire, but there will be, uh, your needs will be met and things will flow. You might not have 10 cars and 20 houses. But you will know that you are not a poor fellow. Because you know him that you are believed. And is able to keep what you are committed to stand against that day. 2 Timothy 1.12 That's what Paul said. You know tonight I was going to ask that people want to ask me any question. Uh, I had grand conference has ended. I said, let me start real preaching next week. But it looks like I'm already preaching. Is someone blessed tonight? Hallelujah. Do we really, uh, if the Holy Spirit tells you not to do something, will you do it or will you not? Do you allow the Lord to even tell you how to dress? You know, I spoke a little about that on Sunday. Now, when the Lord corrects us from one end, we move to another end. So there was a time when nobody could use prayer for anything, and that was why I started with tonight. So I was cooled in that doctrine. So, I started praying for about two hours every day when I was secondary school. So, I was cold in that doctrine. So, I knew that there was like a kind of grace given to speak. And I was praying. But somehow I landed in a visible way one day. I remember that when this is true. 
So I was very shy and quiet. So I used to follow two of my friends. They got born again earlier than myself, and then somehow they were responsible for little So, okay, we're in SS1 or so then. So I got born again in JSS3. So I used to follow them. They would stand before a class and begin to preach. And me, I would just sit down. So I would just escort them into the class. I would take my seat and they would preach. And I would adore, wow, that was a wonderful message. So one day went to a year after us class, a year after, I don't forget that girl from Lagos or what, yesterday, yesterday. And as my friend was about to start preaching, just got up and said, excuse me, the fact that you are a sinner does not mean she will just walk to her class and be talking trash. We don't want you to talk. And she was like a spirit I lighted on her. That my friend lost all his way. He didn't know what to say again. He was stammering. I see something just landed on my head. I just got up. I pulled my friend. I said, sit down. And I said, hey, listen to me very well. The way I said it, she knew that with the kind of timid person I was, that didn't come from me. It came from the Spirit of God. I said, there are 47 people in this class. Others want to listen. If you don't want to get out of the class, you cannot determine the fate of other 46. And everybody clapped. And she sat down back. And I began to speak. When I was trying to make her talk, she came out. And from that day, they say, Satan can brag, but when the divine notion falls on you, <laughs> there was that we can do now when they were, when us was very small then, that uh, one guy, you know, one of these guys from that place, you know, non Christian, not people I'm talking about, he just came. Came down from his official car, puffing the name of the government, and woke up to be sure he that your church should not be here. And the neighbor said, that, What a, when Bishop finished with his cigarette fell from his mouth, he said, I am sorry, sir. You know, they actually sent me. <laughs> and it disappeared. You know, he came down with this. He was so arrogant. That what are Christians doing here? I'm going to, by the time he said, Bishop said, when he opened his mouth, there was fire. God is great. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Reverend John told us a story. In a learning. It had to do with a land that they wanted and somebody went to show them a land. Something led to something. Somebody was in charge of the land and felt that he should deal with them. He paid these guys that we call bandits now. Over there. Many years back. And when they came, they took them to the center of the land out of town. And these people surrounded them with matches and matches and colors. And you know, Israel just said he knew that this is death, but he began to pray in tongues. And scriptures started coming out of my oh Lord, do not forsake me, trouble is near. And those scriptures were coming. And those guys just changed their mind. A force came on them. And they told Reverend John that, see, is that guy who wanted to say land to you before that told us to come and wait for you and kill all of you? And before their eyes, they went after the guy. And left them. I said, You can take the land if you want. You know, there's no body God cannot disarm. He is the Lord of hosts. The Bible did not say host of heaven, all hosts. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Pastor David said, They realized the, the, the gravity of that scripture. The Lord of hosts. He didn't say the host of heaven, any kind of hosts. His Lord. When he was going to their church in the Butemet, and there was a one, he didn't know it was a one. I know the way our police, that was many, many years, it wasn't this popular day. And then he drove in, he said, Just uh, this one is free now. And then he went there, and the police, you know, they go and stand at the end. 
Say, hey, and then they arrested him. And he told us, I'm going for prayer meeting. That one way is not written here. And he said, let's say, okay, you know what to do. He said, yes, I know what to do, but the problem is I cannot do what to do. I can't bribe you. They said, okay, say you are going for prayer. Stay there and do your prayer there. And they called you to arrest them. He said, he just looked up and said, oh God, you know I'm here and I have to get to church. As he sent those words to heaven, there were area boys. They were taking their paraga, judge on their own. One of them just got up and looked toward that direction. I said, ah, is that another man they call Adeboe? He said, no, ah, is that the police harassing him? He said, let's go and defend him. And they took their bottles. And the police with their guns ran away. As they said, bye bye, hey, bye bye, go. And they left. He said, that day, he said, that, wow, Lord of hosts. There is nobody he cannot use. He said the same thing he did. They kidnapped a lady. The militants in Nigeria kidnapped the lady and the, the, the sisters ran to church and people started praying. God gave them a word. Papa just gave word. Don't worry, your sister will come back. As they were taking her away, a superior militant group met them and said to those groups that, who asked you to be operating when we are here? And there are many people that they captured. And those ones said, you know, to punish you and tell that we are the lords of the land. We are going to set free all your captives. And you do operate where we operate. This is our land. So all your captives, as a punishment, we are going to set them free. And they told all them to go. Took them back to town. So when they prayed, the Lord just told an angel that, we have one host there. Say yes, sir. <laughs> Another military group, a superior one. Say, send them. Lord of hosts. <laughs> oh, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is someone blessed tonight? To be spirit-filled is to begin to live a life that is controlled by the Holy Spirit. It can get down to how you live every day. Every day. If the Spirit can convict you about what you wear, you are not close enough. It is true. So if you understand end time, you begin to understand that not everything is for Christian. As a matter of fact, fashion is being weaponed against us. The Bible said there are no weapon fashion. Now there are fashion weapon. <laughs> you know, some Christians don't even know where some of these things are coming from. You just want to wear anything, anybody. You don't understand. There is an agenda. And you cannot allow Satan to use you. Lost is everywhere in the air. Now, almost advert. I don't know why. What is the connection between a naked woman and tire? You want to advertise tire, and there's, is it that when we are driving tire, it's a naked woman that will be rolling on that? I, I don't understand the connection. That you want to advertise, and then you. It, it's a deliberate thing, going into everything. Mm. I don't know whether for some reasons, like uh, three or four days ago, I just, in the night, so I just sat up and I was just watching, trying to go through some this on my phone. And then uh, uh, Apostle Ropo's message, one of his short messages popped up about sound. And I said, this guy is very correct. You know that beyond the movies, well, there are sounds underground in every movie and everything. See, the reason why some movies sell and some see these things are codes in the spirit. We will talk about it one day. 
Genesis 3, they heard the sound of God walking in the garden. What did they hear? We're going to talk about the mystery of sound. So all of you with funny ringtones. On earth, there are beats and rhythms. In the realm of the spirit, there are sounds. There is a sound you start making that demons will show. It's a summon. It's a signal. It's a shuffle in the spirit. And there are sounds that you make. Why did God say make a joyful sound? There are sounds that you make. They, 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 they pull God. Sound. Yes. I want to know that some of these horror films, they have a particular, there is a way. The sound is different from action movie. These things are not, <laughs> they have systems. I'm not saying wrong to one movie. No, I'm not saying, I'm just telling you that. Just understand that behind everything you see, there are sounds. Yeah. Most occultic people, many of them, you've seen them in TV, and I've had the play of ministry to song. Why would they, some people just stand in a black room and cross their hand like this and begin to, mm, mm. to you they are saying, oh, in the realm of the spirit, there is a sound. There is a particular spirit that that is the sound you make for the spirit to arrive. It's a language. When you start speaking in tongues, it's a language. Mortal men might not understand what is going on. People will understand. Every idol has a particular drum they beat for them or beats. Whether you're the Bible or something, there is a, a particular sound. They say, when this is this idol they want to worship, they put up a particular kind of song. If you play any other song, that idol can kill the people. They must give him a sound, then he rises in the fullness of his evil power. Chris and Johnson, you know anything? What are people wearing now? Then you start wearing it. Okay, when you talk about fashion, it applies more to women. Uh, not because they are uh, terrible or anything, no. But many times they are the targets. I went this way. Some days when I don't plan to pray, their words are coming. Satan hates women passionately. You better know that. That when Adam sinned and he had that fruit, God did not cause Adam. And God did not link hatred directly between, he did not put it directly between the, Adam and serpents. God was very clear in his verdicts. He said to the woman, I will put enmity between you and the serpent, between your seed and his seed. But he did not say that to Adam. It doesn't mean that Adam is now, so under the dispersion of Adam, or we can say Adam right now, if you want to paint the picture now, is directly, is indirectly connected to the serpent, the woman directly. And Jesus said that there will be such a hatred, enmity between you and the serpent. And that drama never ended. Revelation chapter 12, it was the serpent and the woman again that was about to give birth. The dragon to consume a child to be born. What started in Genesis continued revelation. Yeah. He hates women. That's why when a man is broke, 
the wife suffers more. She will be pregnant in poverty. And sometimes people that are poor tend to have more children. She will be pregnant in poverty. She will use hospitals that are substandard. It grieves me when I see women pregnant. Some of them will also actually carry another boy on Okada. Then the same man becomes rich. He neglects her and he goes for finer girls. Do you know the most popular people in Nigeria is the, that lady you see with her is not the first wife. The one that they married where they had nothing. Is it not true? Go and check, you know. Most popular people, it's not the first lady. Many of them married when they were not very popular. Now that they are popular, they must look for the one that matches the popularity. <laughs> when I talk about relationships, see, there are different types of people on the face of the earth. And if you are not, cares not taking an affair as a Christian, that's why don't be too quick to ask somebody out. So you can be in village in Abeokuta, and you are the superstar in your village. There is a church. El Shaddai shall not die ministry. You know, <laughs> you know I like that name. <laughs> when were you? They acted the drama, and that was the name of the, uh, the church of the pastor. El Shaddai shall not die. So he shall die, but he shall not die. That's the name of the prophet. <laughs> so I studied the name that time. That this is wonderful. Now, you are in the choir in that church. Everybody's not a grab. Everybody just humble people like that. And then you started liking somebody. But you did not know that two years after that, an opportunity will happen to you that you will have to go abroad or go to Lagos or go to Abuja from that little village. So, it, because you were in that little village, that little village, Ronke was so beautiful in your eyes. You haven't seen other people. In your village, she was the finest. So, she's the only one you'll be seeing. And in your church, the superstar. But after a year, you move to America by divine arrangement or to Lagos. And you are in household of David. And then so many people find out that don't care, nicer than don't care, more spiritual than don't care. All of a sudden, you go back home, you look at okay, what? <laughs> look at the shape of my head. Then you start looking for opportunity to fight so that you can break up. Because now you're enlightened. <laughs> You know what I just told you now? <laughs> so I take a lot of thoughts. <laughs> when I was in <laughs> secondary school, we thought ladies in our school were the finest. Then the, road, the day we wrote jam, we saw people from other schools. And I said, wow. I was thinking, I'm going to add it. I just, I, it just occurred to me that you can be your small world and think that the old world. So we saw people from all other schools. I grew up in Abeokuta, in Abeokuta who came to write jazz. I said, wow. Then when I moved to UI, we saw people from all other states in Nigeria. You understand? <laughs> so the only thing that keeps you if you have made up your mind. It's number one, if you have made the right decision. 
Number two, if your conviction is very strong, stronger than any other thing, it is true. It is also the only reason where no matter the wealth that descends on you, she remains the only person you trust, who believe in, and that you stay with. Otherwise, you start shifting ground. Yeah. Fear of God guides. And it gives you that conviction. I fear God. I'm not going to break anybody's hearts. Number one. Number two, I fear God. Knowing that going any other way is a sin, so I will not. It's not that kind of conviction that can guide you. Yes. It's a crazy world, and things are happening every day. Ladies and men, I'm actually saying to all of you, please, be led by the Spirit and know that we are not of this world. I can say this a thousand times to young ladies. I'm not that I don't criticize. I don't. Some people come to see me in the office, and I don't talk about what people wear. I don't do all that. It's not in me. Or you see, at times we need to share with you what the word says. We need to let you understand that these are the last days, and that it's a dangerous world out there. That you cannot live like other people. You cannot. You cannot watch what others are watching. Yeah. There are some movies that are programmed to set up lust in you. In the wickedness of Satan, his most vicious activities are not detected immediately. You can watch a movie that will cause you trouble in two years. As you watch it, the seed is sown and it begins to grow. And it begins to grow. Do you know how many Christians still have pornography stuff on their stuff? How many have spoken to me on one-on-one? Now, I say, of course, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. Do you know how many ministers of God have told me that they have serious problems? I usually, I usually start with all that. What do you watch? The cause of the costless shall not come. There is a root. What do you watch, especially when nobody's watching you? What do you watch? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you with me? Let's rise. God bless you. Is someone blessed tonight? Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just the after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.